Hello, my name is Dylan Hebner. Um, you're listening to Cold Takes in the North. I'm here with uh, Jake Fahey. And we're going to be talking about the NFC North this week and how we see the offseason going, who's got the best future, and all that jazz. So, Jake, what team should we start with? Uh, I'd say let's, uh, let's start with the Packers real quick. And uh, I will say first thing, uh, how do you think the uh, NFC – who do you, how do you think it's going to end up first thing? Let's make a very, very early prediction before draft, before all that. How do you think it's going to end up? One, two, three, four. The standings-wise for next season? Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it, I think the Bears, it all depends on how this offseason goes. If it goes as they plan, I think they could be competing for one. Mm-hmm. I still do think that they're a step away from it. I still think the Lions are just kind of a piece away from it. Um. So I'd say probably go Vikings, and then probably Lions, Bears, Packers. Oh, yeah, Packers on bottom. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty there. Lots, yeah, lots of uncertainty, lots of, un- like, distrust. Like, nobody really knows what's going on in the Packers land. Neither do Packers fans. <laughs> nah, so um, uh, where, do you, where do you think they go with Aaron Rodgers? How do you think that starts out? Uh, so, um, mm, well, now that you say it, you think they're going to be in the bottom uh, so Aaron Rodgers just, I think, is getting out of his darkness retreat. Should be leaving that little cubby hole soon. I heard it was a really nice place. You know, it was real nice for him to, <laughs> you know, get his mind and everything. But I, I think they're going to re-sign Aaron because they have to. You know, they're just kind of stuck with him. No matter like what he says, what they do, pack like Aaron Rodgers is their little Packer boy. Well, I think they do still have him under contract. He just signed that extension last yeah. last summer. So exactly, and that's going to be a big cap hit. If they do end up trading him. And then there's that whole situation with the guy right behind him, Jordan Love. Like, I ask a Packers fan, or one or two, and I ask him, like, oh, how are you doing with the quarterback this, like, season? It's like, oh, it looks like we're on the Jordan Love train, baby. Which, Well, you're going to have to pay him here soon, too. Like, and uh, you need to see what you have with him. So yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I do feel we should, they, they should probably uh, train him and see what they got with uh, Jordan Love before they, Make commitment to Jordan Love in the future. True. I mean, they did just kind of draft him to sit as a secondary quarterback and told him to live with it. Yeah, like, but do you pay? <laughs> do you do you pay him if um when he hits free agent market if he hasn't started a game? Well, if we go by the usual Packers way with uh, the Packers treating their quarterbacks like their backups really bad until their starter gets hurt, like you know, same way Brady got in, same way Aaron Rodgers even started with Brett. Like, you know, they got hurt, and the other guy had to come in and really show it up. We got a little sneak peek with uh, Jordan Love against the Chiefs at one point. Like, a, I think it was like a year or two ago. Didn't look appetizing. Like, you know, he had his chance, and they all still want to go back on Aaron. Yeah, uh, they have they don't have much cap space just in general with um, all the players they've signed. So. True, true. I, yeah. It's going to be – it's going to suck to have a waste of a first-round pick for him, but I feel like that's just going to work that's where they're going to have to go. So, yeah, they have the 15th overall pick, negative $9.7 million in cap space. They got to cut some people. Like, it's... Do you think do you think this is the year they go receiver to the first round? I mean, they already did that last last uh, last year with Christian Watson, and they picked up a dude from uh, Idaho, which they all look pretty dang good. But um, it's more or less like, you know, all right, they got the these receivers that they drafted last year, they got through that first round, like, hump. That first round, like... Uh, you know, they, they definitely screwed up. And I've seen the highlights of, you know, Aaron Rodgers chucking deep ones to these, like, rookie receivers, and they're just dropping them. So I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback at all. It's just, like, maybe the people around him, like, you know, their chemistry is just not there because Aaron Rodgers is just a dirtbag. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it in the past, you know, the Packers have always been good at drafting in the later rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Jordy Nelson, who was a late round. 
Devontae Adams was a uh, second-round pick, and Randall Cobb was – he wasn't a first-round pick. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly which one, but they always have good um, good, good wide receiver picks. You know, they know how to develop them and all that. True. Especially, but that's also with one of the best quarterbacks of all time in his prime. Yeah. So. Mm-mm. Well, um, there's also another thing, like – so I don't think the receivers are going to be a problem. The quarterback's not the problem. That's fine. They just re-signed a running back. I don't know about their offensive line. I know their defense was supposed to be a stout, but I didn't really see that either. Uh, well, I know Jair Alexander struggled. He yeah. really struggled in the start, especially at the start of the year. But there at the end, he picked picked it up, especially when he clamped up uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah, that was that was kind of nuts. I was not expecting that at all. I he. He walked the walk. I mean, he was talking all that, mm-hmm. all that before the game, and I couldn't believe he actually stopped him as well as he did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, speaking about Justin Jefferson, let's 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 scurry on over to the Vikings now. How how is their future looking for us? I think, uh, well, well, um, they have a bad future. They, I'll say, oh, they don't... have a bad future. <laughs> it, it's, wow. Okay. Go ahead. Well, they have the negative. They have negative twenty four cap. Cap space this season. Okay. They have no defense whatsoever. I mean, you can blame on defense, but we all know Kirk Cousins. You know. But they got the pass rush. They still have Harrison Hitman Jr. Like I don't. I don't know who they have at the middle linebackers. They have some but, corners. But well, they have Eric Kendricks. But him oh, and yeah. him and Harrison Smith are both 32, 33 at this point. So, mm. what point do you think they start to slow down? Good point. Good point. Well, I mean, they did finish out like somewhat on top last year. They just couldn't really finish out in the playoffs because of, um, you know, layering yeah. subject number one, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so I know you're a big fan of them. Do they take Anthony Richardson if he falls down to 24? Well, not okay. Now that we're talking about it, uh, I thought he was 23rd. Oh, he's 24. Oh, sorry, 23rd. Oh, yeah. 23. Okay, okay. Well, so the Vikings have the 23rd pick, and if we're looking at the quarterbacks for this year's draft, it looks like we're going to have three or four quarterbacks taken, and one of those teams might be the Lions. But, anywho, uh, the two teams we know for sure are taking one of the Texans and the Colts. That's a guarantee. Yeah. Like, they got to. Like, nobody knows what's happening over there. And then somewhere in the later rounds, some people are speculating maybe the Lions will pick somebody up. But if, you know, if I was the Vikings, I would probably think about looking into Will uh, Levis or Anthony Richardson just because, like, they're both boomer bust prospects. Like, you know, they they have ridiculous arms. It's like, you know, you gave a child a bazooka and told him to have fun with it. Well, I know the Titans and the Panthers have talked about trading up for a quarterback. And so. the Panthers as well. Yeah, I didn't forget about them. Is that a, is that a possibility, trading up from 24 or 23, sorry? Well, that, that kind of depends on what the Bears want to do with their situation. You know, what are they trying to get away from all of, like, what, what kind of, because they're coming away with a freaking bag, like no other. Like, I'm willing to see yeah. some freaking history broken, like, in this night. Like, there's so much to look forward to with that. But um, going back to the Vikings, though, because we got to stay on topic with that, I want them to draft a quarterback because I think the entire NFL world knows, except for Vikings fans, that Kirk Cousins is not the answer. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he really struggles in prime time. Yeah, like, like no. it, you look at his stats compared to the uh, the Monday games or not the Monday games, the uh, the Sunday games in the afternoon at one o'clock versus you ch- make it three o'clock, seven o'clock. Like it's just such a dip. Like it doesn't make sense. He's like he just he's used to his regular season warrior type stuff. I mean, look at his weapons too. You oh my gosh! Probably in my opinion, the best receiver in the NFL. I I think it. Um, you traded for T.J. Hawkinson to try and help you out. Oh, yeah, no excuse there either. 
And I think he put up over 100 yards in that playoff Saw game. Adam Thielen, too. Adam Thielen, he is regressing. And from what I've heard, receiver is definitely an option with that 23rd pick. But I wonder if you go cornerback. This is a very heavy cornerback class. It that, is a very heavy cornerback class. And I know that's a struggle. You'll have Anthony Booth coming back next year from his injury. But he'll, that'll basically be his rookie year, so you'll know how good he will be. Sure. And you're trying to win right now. Yeah, and yeah, right now apparently if, if the Vikings time is right now, then they need to make like really good game time decisions, and they need to clear up that cap space. I, mean, so, I could I could see them getting rid of Harrison uh, Smith, but mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna do regarding the draft. Probably like you said, draft a cornerback. Who knows? Talking about a team that's in a good spot right now. Uh, what do you think about the Lions? What are you thinking about them next year? Oh man, the Lions are such a fun case to talk about. Yeah, I mean, listen, their cap space isn't looking anything too interesting. $13 million. Okay, big what? Wool Hill. Uh, they did just lose their running back in Jamal Williams, but they have another dude. It's probably a stud. Um, oh, yeah, what am I talking about? Is no, that DeAndre, sh- DeAndre yeah. Swift. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm a big DeAndre Swift fan. I th- <laughs> but I do think you, I think you should re-sign Jamal Williams because I think his locker room ability. I'm not sure. Did you watch a Hard Knock? Oh, oh I uh, don't hate me. I did not. I really oh, wish I did. You you really need to. It's, I heard it was second and none this year. It's probably the best one I've ever watched personally. Yeah. Um, Dan Campbell had me rooting for him. Oh, man. he's such an easy guy to root for it too. He, like you respect him as a man. He's definitely been through it. It's like, just pure passion out of him. There's mm-hmm. nothing, and he cares. He cries over those guys. Just mm-hmm. can, it's he makes you so you makes football so nice to watch. But speaking of that, with that connection of the players. How do you cut play, like how do you cut people? How do you comfortably go through your roster and go, okay, I don't need to let emotions get in the way because he's a very emotional guy and half the you know football is passion. But then you got to get like realistic. Yeah, I remember that Vontae Davis clip of uh, him like him getting cut and he starts crying. And he calls his grandma. <sighs> but Dan Campbell, it showed Dan Campbell kind of cutting some of the players in that hard knocks. Yeah, and one of them was a dude you would definitely root for. He was a receiver. Mm-hmm. He he was just an awesome like guy. But they're like, we think you're a good player. You're just not to that level that we need you to be. Um, so getting cut by Dan Campbell probably doesn't suck as much as you know other ones. <laughs> it's not Belichick. All right, get out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, they have a sixth and the eighteenth round pick, which is two first round picks. They could trade, make some money with that, or they can just get two absolute studs for whatever they need. Because I think Jared Goff's their quarterback. Running back, they're doing fine. Offensive line, they they're doing fine on offensive no, line. No, there's there's something oh. else. Yeah, they they can. Yeah, you got Dan Campbell as your coach. You're damn right. That offensive line is going to be just fine. It's crazy the difference between the offensive lines. You got the Lions, just oh. fantastic offensive line, and you get to the Bears. Oh, stop, stop. No, nobody likes to talk about the Bears' no, offensive line. No, no, no. We'll, we'll get there in a second. But um, what about what about the Lions' defense? Is that what they're struggling with the most? I think they just got some pieces there. Um, I'm not a big fan of their coordinator. You know, um, just because I think they do have pieces there to win. Um, but, you know, I just don't think that they had a great scheme going. I'm a big fan of Jeff Okuda. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows Aiden Hutchinson's a dog. Oh, <laughs> and, um, but I, th- I I still think you go corner with uh, at least one of the picks. Mm-hmm. Probably, I'd say probably the sixth pick. You know, just get the best one out of the class, whichever one you think is going to be the best. Um, but if not, you get probably an edge or a lineman to help you out with the run because yeah. that killed him. I was going to say that too. Like maybe you could uh, – because they have the six-round pick, and they could easily if like – let's say uh, the Bears don't take a D lineman. They take uh, 
uh, wide receiver, then they, they could easily score. Or the, up or the Bears, or the Bears trade down too. Or they, if or somebody the, goes, it gets a quarterback. Good point. Yeah, like a ton, ton could happen. So like, yeah, the Lions probably have the best like dice roll for like when we get to luck. You know, sixth and eighth, eighteenth. Like they get, they got leveraged there. And those guys rally around Jared Goff, so I'd. I'd be shocked if they did take one of the quarterbacks there at the really? sixth pick. They I okay. Well, then I must have. That's all. That's all. That's all I've read is uh, they're big fans of Jeff or well, Jared Goff over there. They say like he's a different player now. I can see it, but based off, I mean, like literally by the tape, he was slinging it straight up. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's uh, I mean, he had Sean McVay. Everybody called him a system quarterback. Now he's got he's making Ben Johnson look good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, you look at those lot. receivers. It's not like he's out there playing. Playing with Kirk Cousins receivers. Oh yeah, and he's still putting up the same numbers, really. Oh yeah, so I like that. Well, they did, tra- and they also traded away T.J. Hawkinson, another weapon for his, and he still threw more touchdowns than he should have. Uh yeah, I think Jared Goff is. I think you see what you have with him this year, and definitely until that contract runs out, and then maybe you go with the like um, the kid from Stanford, that McKee kid. Um, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. you go him second round and try and have him learn behind Goff. See what you got with him, and then maybe in the future. But I think this team's in a very, very good spot. I think Dan Campbell's going to keep them competitive every single season. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you know who else is going to keep them competitive every other season? My man's Justin Fields with the Bears. <laughs> Talk about a dog. What a absolute animal. Out of all the quarterbacks in the NFC North, I think it it's not undisputed that he's the best, but for the most potential on what he can be, Oh, yeah, I'll, like, I've never seen anybody talk about like potential wise. Maybe people don't think he will, don't think it will be, but the ceiling that he does have, mm-hmm. I think I, every person I see say it, it's one of the best ones there is in the whole NFL. So, oh yeah, like and then if we talk like, okay, so for instance, they have the first round draft pick, ninety nine million friggin' dollars in cap space, like they okay. They can't screw it up so much they might just screw it up. Just yeah. because of how, like, like the, the what they were given. Most cap space in the NFL, first-round pick, they're probably going to be the next Hard Knocks team, too. Like, Justin Fields, is you, you know you're going to win with Justin Fields. I mean, look at the Dolphins game. Oh. I think you just need to make sure you sure up this defense that you have. Oh, yeah. Dolphins, he scored 35 points, but they gave up, like, 38 or something. Something close to that. Mm-hmm. And... I, the defense was just atrocious to watch at times. You know, they couldn't stop the run. And then when they were stopping the run, they couldn't stop the pass. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the defense was definitely atrocious. atrocious. Uh, trading away uh, Raquan Smith and Robert Quinn, like, you could tell that there was, like, you know, a bit of structure fell apart. But then we had players like Jack Sanborn, who was one of my definite favorites this year to watch, like, really stepped up. Some, like, undrafted uh, rookie from Wisconsin put his foot out front and really freaking showed us how it was done at middle linebacker. I mean, that's what that um, the NFL or the Chicago Bears linebackers are, just go out there and tackle. And he seemed just like a natural – he had a nose for the ball and he'd just go get you. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But when it comes to, like, talking about what we need to replace for the Bears, like what who do they need, oh, my goodness. You could really well, go what, – What position do they not need is it really, yeah. the, really the question. True. What, what don't they need? Um um, so do you want Will, if uh, you're the GM, number one pick, you can't trade it. You taking Will Anderson or Jalen Carter? You can't take, can't, can't trade it. Can you, I trade at, it? In this scenario, you can't trade it. You have to choose <laughs> one of the two, or just say they both fall two four. Which one are you taking? 
I'm trading. No, but I'm trading. You can't. I know you I can't, can't trade. trade. If can't. I had to pick between Jalen Carter and uh, Will Anderson, I'm probably gonna go Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I agree. Trade, I don't know why. trade Justin Fields. Yeah, just trade Justin Fields. Screw it. Or we could just pull a draft day trade, like you know, draft Bryce Young, and then have him become the best backup quarterback in the whole league. Vontae Ma- Vontae Mack all Vontae the way. Vontae Mack. <laughs> Man, but if I have to, then I'm probably gonna go Will Anderson just because of um, like his pressure rate over the four years in college football is second to none. He beat out Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, don't let me forget his name, the literal predator on the. Uh, Chase Young. Chase Young. Yeah, beat out Chase Young in pressures too, and J.J. Watt, all in his four-year career as like a pass rusher in college. I think it was like 203 or something like that, and then the second closest like 170. Uh, the problem with it, the problem is. One, uh, sometimes he did slow down on plays. Oh yeah, but Jalen Carter, uh, you're you're happy if you do get Jalen Carter. Oh, I'm so happy. I mean, because that's a position that it's hard to find somebody that can get to the get to the quarterback like he does, mm-hmm. and move people like he does too. Like he's, he is a freak of an athlete. It is absolutely freaky to watch him move a 350 pound man just to the side of him like that. Like, oh, I need to put on a backpack here. Let me just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you imagine having a game breaker on both sides of that field, though? Oh, I know. Um, Chicago had, Chicago hasn't had that game breaker on both of the sides really mm. ever since probably '85 when they did have Walter Payton. Yes, they yes. always had good defense, but Walter Payton was the only offensive uh, player that kind of was a superstar. So, do you think this is what my dream scenario is? Is that uh, if if I really wanted to, like if I was the GM and I really wanted to push it, I'd probably be signing. Like high, like quality market players, probably like the dude, the D-tack from the Eagles. Since Darren Payne got uh, um, Javon Hargrave, yes, yes, I want to sign him. I'll give him whatever contract he needs. I'm gonna look in the second round to pick up that uh, really tall left tackle from Ohio State. He's um, looking real good. I can't think of his name. I know Paris Johnson's the one, the first round projected, <laughs> which I'd be happy with him if they traded down to. Oh yeah, like I would love that guy. And then if we also like signed Saquon Barkley. I don't care who's a wide receiver. I don't care what happens. If you have Justin Fields and Saquon Barkley on the same field, what do you do? They're, they're <laughs> going to break the record for most uh, I, r- most read, 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 read options. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would, as a defensive player, I'm just thinking, ah, oh, well, looks like we really got to work on our tackling this season, like this game. Cause <laughs> that that's, that'd be a scary offense. True. That's something you'd have to watch tape on. But There's, there's still also like multiple other uh, – running backs that haven't been signed yet either, like Tony Pollard. I really wanted to sign him from the Cowboys because I think he was taking way more of the workload off Zeke. I, I, I still feel like David Montgomery. Uh, I, I'm a big David Montgomery fan, so sure, yeah. you're you're not unhappy if you re-sign him. I wouldn't be at all, especially because if we re-sign him, it won't be expensive. It will probably be for cheap. I saw like a mock I saw a mock signing. It was like $2 million a year for him. Yeah, that's ridiculous. If, if that's the case, yeah, bring him, him back. Bring him on over. Him and Khalil. Even if you do sign him for two years, like $2 million a contract, you can still go get Barkley and oh, yeah. figure something else out, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. And then figure out whatever to do with that defense of theirs because that's a mess. Yep. So uh, that's the uh, cold takes in the north. Um, we'll see you next week when we discuss, go in-depth on the Packers' future and how we feel like they'll do this offseason. All righty. Well, thank you very much. Take care.